Good morning, this is Skinny. Welcome to Skinny on the Home. On air, live, live call-in show here at Studios 873-9566. I am your host, Jimmy Skinny McKinney, with my partner in crime, Josh Leakey Fawcett. Uh, no leaky or leaky? Not so leaky. Not so leaky. Not so That's leaky, right. I think it was. Not so leaky faucet. All right. We are live here in Lexington, Kentucky today, central Kentucky. The sun is shining. I think the rain has moved out. And um, we are answering your questions, giving you the skinny on home improvement, remodeling, designing, or building, whether you're doing it yourself, having a friend or relative help, or hiring a professional Skinny on the Home, help educate you on the latest products, trends, designs, and techniques. This week, so last uh, past two shows, we were talking about the aging in place and um, kind of what that means, universal design. And also, I wanted to, there's legislation coming that um, you're going to probably see a lot of these um, accessory accessory dwelling units uh, start to be built here in the coming years. Um, People call them. Mother-in-law suites, granny pods, yeah. grandpa pods, you know, basically a, a separate uh, detached structure from your house where it's almost like a one-bedroom efficiency apartment, mm-hmm. that small kitchenette, bathroom, where you can have your um, um, granny, grandpa, or mother-in-law if you like her. You know, That's right. So, <laughs> just kidding. I love my mother-in-law. Studio, a little studio apartment. <laughs> apartment. Hey, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll try to call in tomorrow. So Bob and Dave, our friends, are on uh, the Jack Kane Ford show on Fridays. He had, um, I was on there with him a couple weeks ago, and he asked about he had moles. Is it ground moles or ground, I guess moles in his yard? Hmm. Uh, was it moles? Okay, Megan's telling me. Yeah, it was moles. So I actually uh, found out kind of a natural way, you know, if you don't want to put in poison all over the yard, but castor oil. So take castor oil and put it in your yard. Put it down the holes and everything else. It'll get yeah. rid of the moles. It won't kill your yard. It's fine for – and actually, castor oil, if you look it up, you can – I think you can use that in the garden and other places okay. and stuff like that. So I don't know yeah. if I'd drink it, but, you know, maybe just <laughs> – <laughs> But if you got some moles in your yard, get some castor oil. That's uh, At least that's what they tell me. So, hey, uh, all right. So this week we are going to be – Talking about the design build process, the, the design build movement, what that means. Um, you know, you hear that term, you see it on our trucks at JR Construction. We say design, mm-hmm. build, remodel. Um, and I had, you know, does that, what does that mean exactly? I had a lady at a show one time come up to me and bring a set of plans and say, I want you to look at this new construction house. And I said, well, we don't, we don't build houses, we just remodel. And, she was said, uh, well, you're, it says design, build, remodel. And so had to educate through that process and what that means. So that's what we're going to be talking about today and kind of where that started, how, how we got to where we're at today and kind of the, the advantages of design, build, doing that with, um, with projects and, um, and things like that. Cause we have clients, you know, Josh, we, we do small projects from, we might have a, let's just say a a small $20,000 bathroom, you know, people, you know, the perception, sometimes you think of a design build firm, you think of, you know, large projects, hundreds of thousands or million dollar projects. Well, design build process can be used for the $5,000 project, you know, for the 
ten, fifteen thousand dollar project. It's not it's not just for super mega big projects mm-hmm. um, because and what design build is and through all that. So let's go to to get where we're at. Let's go back in history a little bit and um, the. We'll talk about the the prickly mountain and the design build phenomenon. So, this is a um, paper and information from a gentleman that um, and kind of where the design build movement and kind of where that started from. Have you ever been to Prickly Mountain? You ever heard of that? Never heard of it. Don't even know where it is. It's in Vermont, and it's a it was a it's a skiing community lodge and um, okay. Do a lot of skiing when you were in Canada? I've done quite a few. Yeah. Do you, a few. Are you a snowboarder? I've tried it out a few a handful of times. It yeah. just it just wasn't my thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh I'd have to spend a lot more time trying it out. But yeah. I could ski. Skiing was fun. We did that was our high school. Um our senior trip was going skiing for a weekend. So we yeah. went out to the big mountains up in the the Rocky Mountains in Canada and mm. went to uh the Rocky Mountains in Canada? Yeah, the Canadian okay. mountains up there. Okay. Um, is it the Rockies whole, continuing? Uh, yeah, oh, okay, it goes gotcha. straight up okay. through uh, uh, British Columbia on that. And so we went up, just took all the, the seniors and went for a weekend, went to uh, one, Lake Louise was the one we went to. Awesome. So it's a sister mountain to Whistler. You've probably heard of Whistler, B.C. Yeah. Where that, so they did, when they had the Olympics in Canada, you know, Lake Louise was one of the mountains, Whistler oh, okay. and, you know, some of the mountains they went on, so. Yeah, been there and yeah, it's a blast. I did some the skiing I did in high school was just locally here in Paoli and yeah, uh, perfect north. You know, there we go up there some, and I've taken the kids up there. But I guess it was, um, I think it was after high school. So the R of Jane R Russell, um, you know, we were we were best friends in high school, and and then he went off to the military. I went off and worked for a while, and then we came back together and started Jane R. But he. Um, we would. He took me, and he was. He learned and started snowboarding when he was stationed in Alaska in the mm, military. Yeah, and so when he came back, and he took me, and the first couple times, yeah, I just, I, I think I hurt my tailbone so bad I couldn't sit <laughs> for a long time. So I learned after that first time, yeah. I put, I took some of that, um, that like uh, foam padding that you know on beds that you can put out yeah. stuffed a bunch of that <laughs> so i wouldn't hurt my <laughs> tailbone softer anymore. landing but after about five times of doing it yeah finally got the hang of it and yeah. you know really haven't went back to skiing i just i yeah. love snowboarding yeah. and uh it's it's fun it's it's a different mm-hmm. i like i still like to ski though and stuff too i think my girls they they tried uh snowboarding with me i took my cousin too and um but I think they want to try skiing, so I, yeah. I might get skis. Skiing's easier. Skiing is easier. It's a lot yeah. easier to get a hang of. <clears throat> and uh, as long as you keep your legs together and don't exactly try to do the splits. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, so hey, it's Skinny on the Home, and uh, I'm your host, Skinny, with uh, Josh. Don't call me Leaky Fawcett. All right. The Prickly Mountain Design Build Movement. And so Prickly Mountain is in Vermont. Um, s- since the emerging... Uh, in 1965 is when kind of that name design build movement has uh, received a lot of attention, especially in Vermont, both the design profession and uh, hands on learning the approaches of that. So the um, what we want to talk about, kind of the the design build movement started with a group of architects and um, the kind of the history of that. So today, the role of an architect has changed a little bit. The profession has evolved, and with design build emerging as a relatively new opportunity that 
revitalizes an architect's undertaking uh, as he as he builds and draws and and two things there. So there's kind of the the traditional way of that most of us are familiar with that you hire an architect or you hire a designer and you do that first. And um, we're going to get to Trampus in Lexington is on the line here with us. Hey, Trampus. Hey, how you doing? Good. Thanks for calling. I wanted to make a comment about your castor oil for the molds. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you take and mix it evenly, half and half with Dawn dish soap, you can actually run it through your sprinkler system. What it does, it gets rid of the grubs that the molds come in after and the molds go away. That's good to know. So any any particular Dawn flavor you like? Is it just regular Dawn or can I get the lemon yep. or the... <laughs> You can do whatever you want to, I reckon. It just dilutes the castor oil, makes it mix with the water better. Hey, I bet if you do that in the summertime and you spray it down, then you don't have to go get the slip and slide. The kids can just go out there and go sliding everywhere. Yeah, you don't have to put that much on. Yeah. I've got I've got about an acre and a half yard, and we just read ours twice a year and don't ever have any moles anymore. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for, thanks for letting us know that. Yep. Appreciate the call. Have a great day. You too. All right. So there you go. Half and half, Dawn and castor oil. And then and then turn on the sprinklers and turn the kids loose. That's right. <laughs> so, man, that'd be cool if you had like a little hill or something. It you would could. be. <laughs> Wouldn't need to put any plastic down. And then, you know, if, if it's a deal, you can't get your kids in the bathtub, man, you've got, they've got a shower. There, there you go. You got, they're clean in castor oil and Dawn. through this. <laughs> run through the sprinkler for a little bit. Yeah, that's right. So, no, that's that's good. Get rid of the moles. Gets rid of the what do you say the, the, the grub worms? Yeah, in that really uh, in the grub worms, and that that can uh, eat some of cause some brown spots in your yard too. Mm-hmm. I'll have to try that combination this year. You know the the perception of of um, of the process and design build, and you know if you're going to do a remodeling project or a home improvement project, a building project, you know as a homeowner. You you would seek out kind of traditional way is uh, seek an architect out if you want to say you're going to put a room addition or a porch or something on your house seek an architect or designer again nothing wrong with that process and doing it that way and then you would also at the same time uh, talk to a general contractor uh, about and then if that general contractor he would say, well, you need to, you're going to have to have plans you know we've got to build pro permits and if they don't do that piece of it then you're working with the architect designer so you're working with two different people so you think about you know if you're working during the day and you know just your life and how busy things are you've got to deal with multiple people and then from there the architect works with the designer and also works with the engineer get engineering done then your general contractor you're working with them on the subcontractors inspectors all that stuff well the design build process, having a design build firm, design build team, that's what that's what we are at Jane R Construction. We're a design build remodeling company. So you, the homeowner, the client, works with the design build firm team, one point of contact, one team. And that team is working with the engineer, the subcontractors, inspectors, production doing the work, but also the designers and architects. And just because somebody is a, a design build firm works if they don't they don't necessarily have to have an architect on staff designers on staff they can work with those folks so we at jane we have 
on-staff designers. We have our own software to draw things up, but we also work with architects and other designers in town as well. Um, depending on the situation, the time of year, the amount of workload that we have in mm-hmm. the design process will depend on that. You may have a relationship with the client wants to use a particular designer or architect. architect. Yeah. So, um, so, but we coordinate that. So you think of, of think of a coffee filter <clears throat> and you've got all this stuff that you put in. Well, it, it gets put through the filter and comes out in one pot. So that's kind of what mm-hmm. putting everything in one place and it cuts down on timing and the, and the process of design build in that time. So that's kind of the short and sweet to it. On the design build, going back to the history, you know, that came back in 1965. So several decades ago, in Vermont, a group of renegade entrepreneurial young architects and architectural students began to meet in the foothills of Vermont, uh, Vermont's Green Mountains, to seek, quote-unquote, creative, professional, and economic freedom in inexpensive land and distance from the country's urban areas. So in 1964, three friends came from Yale School of Architecture, uh, conceived a plan to become developers, designers, and builders of ski cabins. So back when, um, if, and if you go back even further than that, um, and we'll, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. We'll get a little bit more history. But hey, we got Aunt Betty in Georgetown on the phone here with us. Hey, Aunt Betty. Hi there this morning. How are you? I, well, I'm slow today <laughs> but I'd never heard of the Castro Hall uh, for moles it sounds like a wonderful hint yeah it's uh, I was I was talking to Bob and Dave about that um, a couple weeks ago <clears throat> and um, but yeah the gentleman uh, called in a few minutes ago mixed that half and half with uh, Dawn and just put that in your garden hose and uh, spray it on the ground, and he said he does it twice a year, spring and fall, and mm-hmm. no issues. I'll have to get my yard people in on that. I do have some moles in the yard, <laughs> but I couldn't help thinking that I guess there'd be a double uh, treatment there. Uh, get rid of the moles and do some fertilizing at the same time. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. also get rid of the grub worms. Right. That, uh, well, and that's uh, – I'm going to look into that this year, too, because I, I get treatments from my lawn people as well. And, um, you know, you're paying all that money for those chemicals. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And Use something we don't natural. need all those chemicals out there, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Uh, I compliment you on your show. You do a good job. Well, thanks, Aunt Betty. And um, we uh, – we lift you up and give you a, even as we as you hang up the phone from our call today that you'll have more strength and energy as the day goes on. So, yes. well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks for the call. All right, goodbye. All right, bye. Yeah, that's uh. So we get you know nothing against yard treatments and stuff like that, and you know which keeps my yard looking mm-hmm. great and green and yeah. you know no dandelions and stuff. But I'm going to try that this year. See how that that goes. Hey, uh, again, uh, we're gonna take a we're gonna take a quick break uh, here, and we'll uh, we'll come back here. We're talking about the design build movement and what all that is uh, that is about. So stay tuned for Skinny on the Horn.
Welcome back. This is Skinny. This is Skinny on the Home, brought to you by the Building Institute of Central Kentucky. And in the studios with me, Josh, don't call me Leaky Fawcett, our production manager for JR Construction. And um, thanks for being here with me again today. Of course. Sun is, sun is shining, and today's been a day of castor oil. That's right. Castor oil, just <laughs> use it for everything. No. <laughs> the, uh, fixed all those mold problems in the yard. So talking about the design build movement and um you know the again the traditional method um is uh when you go through an architect and and things like that too you've got preliminary drawings then you have deep detailed drawings then you bid the bid process then construction in the design build it kind of eliminates and combines some steps you have preliminary drawings and detailed drawings and in between that the costs are established and then you have construction. So you have a lot of time savings on that as well. And, you know, with uh, design build, uh, if you're a design build remodeling company or design design build firm in general, could mean anything from um, a landscape company that does design build and just, right. just for, you yep. know, landscaping in your yard. It doesn't mean they mm-hmm. build a structure. Mm-hmm. Um, design build for us as remodelers is – Everything to do with a house, whether it's a bathroom remodel, a kitchen remodel, a porch, a deck, finishing ba- a basement. Basement finish. Yeah. The, um, not necessarily building a new house. Yes. And you also have new home construction can be the design build process mm-hmm. as well. So it's mm-hmm. it really depends on the firm and the company and what your needs are for each project. And um, so we'll go, we'll go over some advantages of what is – of hiring a design build firm um, through that process and one of the, and those things and like I said the main thing is thinking of you know it all goes to one place you're dealing with one company one person one point of contact as opposed mm-hmm. to you have an architect designer that you're dealing with on this part of it then you're having a general contractor it takes a lot of the legwork the personalized legwork out of it so it kind of takes that off your your busy plates and what you have going on during the day and you know we do a lot of that legwork for you line things up for you schedule people for you um do all that so yeah and the um you know the overall cost of design build versus the traditional way um may be the same it mm-hmm. could the design build we found and the way we do it actually saves a little bit of money yeah. on that yeah. end as well too. So, you know, in the in the state of Kentucky, you know, as a, as a remodeling company, we we get permits for all the things that we do mm-hmm. and whatnot. And, and if we need an engineer involved, we get an engineered stamp for all that. But we don't have to be a licensed architect to develop plans and pull right. permits with the city and things like mm-hmm. that. So, that's um, we are a licensed contractor. So there's. Um, Education on that process, you know, I've had clients think, well, don't we have to have an architect do the plans? Well, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. And that might be different, and each state may have different laws yeah. on that. But in Kentucky, you do not. So that's, that's why you want to make sure you work with a professional remodeling design company. You don't want necessarily um, chucking a truck to pull up. And, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's a... Um, not meet your expectations. Right. So what does design build mean? So first, a short design build definition. Design build is a simple approach to a construction project in which a single entity provides both the design and the construction services. So that's the, that's the short and sweet, that whoever you're going to have do the design work 
all the selections, the shopping, all that's under one house. They're also going to be the company that's going to build it and renovate it, remodel it, addition, whatever it is. And they're also going to be the company that's going to warranty it, stand behind it, you mm-hmm. know, that whole nine yards. So, you know, our process at Jane R Construction, what we do is <clears throat> say you have, let's just take it with a bathroom remodel right now. So bathroom remodel, you want to redo your bathroom. Uh, you would call call the office and say, hey, I, I want to have somebody come look at my bathroom. We take you through that process, send you some information, um, have some feedback forms we fill out. Then we come to that appointment. We walk through that, that process um, of going through the space, looking at everything, and then establishing uh, some of the uh, level of investment that you want to be at. Because really, mm-hmm. each project, you know, you may not see this, Josh, on the production side, but in the on the sales side, we get asked all the time, you know, what's the price per square foot for something? Yeah. And, uh, and you know, doing a lot of the projects, we have additions that we've built for uh, so much, you know, X amount of money per square foot, mm-hmm. and then we've built some that have been twice that yeah. per square foot. Yeah. And finishes may be the same, but it's yeah. the design and how it's, this, you know, the look and the feel, different amenities. So design is really is what drives the cost of it. There's a great resource, and I've, I've talked about it on here before, to the cost versus value report. The cost versus value report. You can Google that, and you'll find it. You put in a little bit of your information. You can download a copy of it, and it's it's got data for Lexington. Basically, it talks about projects. If you were going to do this, this, and this, and this in a bathroom remodel, here's the average cost. Mm-hmm. Here's the average cost nationwide, and here's the cost you would recoup if you sold your house selling it. Within, yeah. within the first year or two. So um, that's a great resource for establishing some baseline uh, budgets, level investment that you want to be in. So, so talking about the design build process, um, then once we once we met, we go through the through the project, um, establish all the needs and wants, and then based on that and the experience that we've had over the course of all these years of of doing remodeling uh, for over seventeen years uh, combined, uh, our staff, uh, your project management staff, is uh, you know in the probably 30, 40 years combined, or, you know, individual each, each of yeah, experience. Individually. Yep. So, and I can't, I can't even add it up. We've probably got over almost 500 years of experience yeah. between all of us True on staff. And, uh, mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool to have the team that we have now and stuff too. And, uh, but the going through that, then we, we talk about the level investment mm-hmm. and budget where we're trying to be at. And, um, you know, it's, and it, we're going to go to the phones here real quick. we got Elma in Lexington. Hey, Elma. Velma, V-E-L-M-A. Good Velma. morning. How you doing? Good morning, yes. Velma. Thanks yes, for calling. I just, yes. I just want to tell you I used your services, and they did a wonderful job. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, that's all I wanted to say, though. God bless and take care. Oh, thank you. God bless you. That's great. Yeah, we uh, we enjoy... Um, remodeling and serving our clients and we try to kind of our our philosophy from the inside out of jnr is is because relationships matter helping everyone enjoy the process and customer service and quality first Mm -hmm. that that was that was cool that's That's awesome good encouragement thank you thanks thanks velma um so we're we're at the we're at the home 
uh, we're at the home. We're talking about the project. We list all the needs and wants. And again, based on similar projects, ranges, we'll talk about. So we're talking about a bathroom. You call us for this bathroom model. We'll say, um, you know, this bathroom, we feel it's going to be in the twenty to $40,000 range, let's just yep. say. Um, or twenty. We'll just say, for example, twenty dollars to $30,000 to do a bathroom, okay? And a lot of times, I would say about 75 80% of the clients that we meet with may have only had half of that in their mind. Yeah. Well, I only wanted to spend 10 or, you know, thought it would just cost 10 and. We get that a lot, and unfortunately, there's some TV programs that have been a, a uh, Mis- misguiding, misguiding uh, yeah. representation of true costs. Um, I won't call out any names or say any specific <laughs> home improvement networks, but uh, no, it's if you read the fine print on some of these networks that you watch TV shows, especially with remodeling, flipping houses, building yeah. houses, all those things, you look and it, a lot of the labor is covered. Yes, the labor prices aren't in all those yeah. numbers, and um, and it, and also we can't remodel your house in thirty minutes. <laughs> no, or an hour can't do it. <laughs> By the time we've uh, uh, the time we're on this show, we might get some things taken out of the kitchen. You know, that's right. the cabinets down or yeah. you know plastic put up. No, <laughs> the uh, it is a process, and that's why we we try to educate you through that whole process mm-hmm. of that. We. Um, one thing I f- forgot to mention is when you set up an appointment with us at JNR Construction, we have a series of video tutorials and education pieces that we send you to watch that Before talk about we even get out there. Yeah, what to mm-hmm. expect it takes you basically from the first appointment all the way to warranty to so the process, and and then the emotional roller coaster of the ups and downs. We talk about that too. So we've we've talked about the we're at on your home. We've talked about the budget, uh, the level of investment you want to be at. Say okay, so the design fee is going to be, um, say, fifteen hundred for the design mm-hmm. fee for a bathroom, and what that what that design gets you. Now, once we sign off on that, what that design will will get our give our clients is we get all the detailed measurements. Everything goes in the computer, so we start the drawing process. We have three D software. The great thing about some of these home improvement shows, you can see kind of the same software that we use exactly. is, on, is on these shows. Yep. It can show you in 3D realistic renderings. Uh, we can move in the space, um, move things around, change colors. We can change cabinet colors, countertop colors, textures. wall colors, textures, mm-hmm. faucets, um, light fixtures. We can put a dog in there. <laughs> it's uh, it's great and realistic. And um, so we go through that design process and uh, lay that out. Again, it depends on what um, – what the need is for the design. Mm-hmm. Go through that. We draw that. And then we also start scheduling the shopping where we have an interior designer goes with you to handhold you through the whole process. We want to, That's what a design build firm, you're getting that handholding experience from start to finish start all to finish, the way through. Yep. So we set up shopping where we go to, um, for a bathroom, we're going to pick out cabinets, countertops, faucets, shower fixtures, lighting, glass, tile, uh, paint colors, w- trim, the whole mm-hmm. nine yards. So yes. all the places that we have spent all these years developing relationships with, and where we get the best pricing from. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't we don't order a lot of things from online. No, rarely. And, uh, yeah. Quick story about a, a kind of a painful. You'll hear my bitterness <laughs> about this. No, I'm just kidding. The, there's nothing wrong with online things. Uh, we we've had clients that have 
have gotten some things online and we yep. we've installed them. They've been great. We had one uh, one particular job that the client wanted to um, thought they were going to save quite a bit of money getting all these parts, getting all these uh, plumbing fixtures from um, a place up in the northern part of the state up in Ohio, um, and it was online. So we it's like fine, you know, we haven't used this company before, and as long as you know it's here by the time we need it, you know that's fine. All good. So. Uh, picked out the plumbing fixtures, you know, the, um, it was a tub, the tub faucet, uh, shower fixtures. And this, we did four showers in this house. Mm. Um, I think five commodes There were like, it was four and a half baths. Yep. <clears throat> so we had a lot of, a lot of parts and pieces in the kitchen faucet and all these things while well, we ordered it. Well, everything had to be put together. Yep. It was pieced. It was piece by piece. And then there were parts missing. Some of the rough ends weren't there mm-hmm. when we needed it. And then, then we were like, we were kind of stuck. And then we had to go back online, do an online chat, deal with somebody there to try to get somebody in a warehouse to get something there to pull that through. We ended up getting it all done. It looks great. It's fabulous. But the my plumber charged labor. To put all that put together, all those pieces together, put all those yeah. pieces together, and by the time we added it all up, from the, his cost to that, we could have just went here locally. And I'll just say, for instance, yeah. you know, we were going to be two hundred dollars for a faucet. Maybe they bought it for a hundred, but by the time his labor, it was about the same it's price. The same price, yeah. And um, so that's why locally, using a lot of our our partners and our vendors. That's why you hear some of their commercials on here. The Showplace, eighty four, um, eighty four lumber. Um, all the different suppliers, different glass suppliers, Louisville Tile, the Flooring Gallery, Breckers, Breckers, Way. Carpet One, mm-hmm. um, Wiseway, which used to be Kentucky Lighting. So that all these suppliers in town are here for a reason, and um, and also we don't the quality of the products of some of those places are different too from some of your box stores. That's so right. You got a yeah. little bit of research there. So, anyways, all that being said, and that's why we we provide a five year warranty with all of our work. Mm-hmm. A ten-year warranty with all of our tile work, you know, because we stand behind what we do because we know the products and the companies we're dealing with. So yep. back to the scenario where we got the things from a different online company, putting them together. Well, locally, if if there was a part missing, we can just call our rep. That's right, and they would have drove it out mm-hmm. to the job, you know, or send it out, or you know, we're by there so frequently and stuff too. So it's the service, the, the service, service part it. of it is huge mm-hmm. in this industry and. You know, having the time and the savings for that. So, and it, you know, having a project timelines that you're trying to meet, and say you're trying to move in before certain dates or holidays or before school starts, and you have a delay because you're missing plumbing pieces and you got to deal with online stuff. Yeah. And it drags a job on for another week or two. So, anyway, all right, I digress. <laughs> Lots of variables. <laughs> the, uh, so in that, uh, so back to we've designed it. We're, we're finishing up the design. We're scheduling the shopping. We're hand-holding you through that. Mm-hmm. So you've made those selections, guiding you based on the level of investment budget that you want to be at um, for a project, and then getting all those resources together and all the quotes together. And then we're meeting with our trades at the at the house. On site. Depending on what it is. A bathroom remodel, probably not. We've, we've, we know those costs um, mm-hmm. and based on size and and things like that for different things like drywall, electric, plumbing. Yeah. Um, we if it's just numbers. a three-piece bathroom, mm-hmm. right? But if it's a large whole house remodel, we might have 
might be have some engineer meetings. We might have our lumber supplier out there to talk through yeah. some of those. Um, our demolition crew, especially how you're going to access the house and set up the house plastic wise, mm-hmm. and what are you going to set say? up? You know the the framers getting all the individual trades out there. Um, outside of all the the architects and engineers, um, getting the electricians, plumbers, you know, making sure they are experts in their fields. So, you know, some of our designers might have questions and concerns where, you know, they can come out, take a look and say, yes, this is okay to do. This is not okay to do. Um, is the biggest benefit we can get from our, our trades. Yeah. Um, so we, we really on the bigger ones, try to get them out there to, you know, get all our, all our questions answered, all our possibilities under wraps and um, get, get the best, the best answers we can possibly get for our clients. Yeah. You know, that, that also on that, when you're meeting with those trades and things too, that helps design too. Cause you think about if you go, um, if somebody draws something that's not part of the, of that process meeting mm-hmm. with the contractors and the designers and that thing too, it's sometimes the disconnect between how it's drawn versus how it reality, reality is, is built yeah. in the field. Because each project, and that's what I love about remodeling, is each project is different. Completely um, different. I mean, we do yeah. hundreds of projects a year. Every single one of them is different. Mm-hmm. Every client is different. Every experience is different. Your families are different. You know, Some might have kids. Some might have pets. Some might have multi-generations living in the house. Yeah. And, you know, it's, uh, so after we've met with our trades, getting all those numbers together and getting that detailed quote based on the design, again, based on the budget and that we're starting with. Then we go over that in the in the office where we um, put that up on the screen, go through, go through that line by line, propose that, and then schedule the work from there. And at mm-hmm. that point, all your decisions have been made. Yep. You know, there may be a few, maybe some cabinet hardware, maybe you haven't picked a paint yeah. color. Some finer details as far as placement, you know, in the bathroom accessories, where you want your accessories. That's something we walk through with the client when we're ready to do it, yeah. you know, and um, just placement more or less, not actually big picture stuff. So. Yeah. And what that's allowed us to do as a company and service that we provide to our clients is is hit things on a better timeline, excuse me, as well, too. So it's. You're not um, – if the way I used to do it when I first started, I'd get a price for something, and then I'd give you a list of things, say, here's here's what I need you to go pick out, go mm-hmm. shopping for it, get back to me, because I, I didn't have designers, you know, yeah. all those things. So, And that's that's a little overwhelming sometimes, mm. uh, all that pressure of, okay, what am I going to pick out? Is it timeless? Is it is it going to match the rest of the house? You know, all yeah. those things. So, And um, so we, we go through that. The um, it's it simplifies the process, um, you know, balancing the budget with your design goals, increases efficiencies, um, and then from there we schedule the work and uh, you know yeah. show up and then that's when, that's once the part we sell, that, propose and sell we we then take it to scheduling and um, production so and then at drywall sanding call me I'll I'll be your shoulder to cry on for a little while that's usually, <laughs> <laughs> we give so we talk about the emotional roller coaster we we give a, a our clients a graph and um you know that that at drywall sanding is the lowest point, point of emotions mm-hmm. with with uh with clients and homeowners and it's it's funny we yeah. laugh about it on yeah. the front end and you know talk about it but we've had a lot of feedback how <laughs> how true that graph is i had a client uh, in versailles we did a whole whole kitchen remodel tore out some walls and she was um she had three small kids 
in the house. She was a stay-at-home mom, a part-time teacher. Um, kids were off school and stuff. But she actually called me at drywall, and she's like, Jimmy, you're so right. This just this just stinks. It's <laughs> like I was hanging there. The light at the end of the tunnel gets right. brighter as as drywall's done. Everything starts right. coming back together. So. That's right. You know, it's that process of of um, the um, of remodeling. We reference to. Um, I used to run track and cross country, and mm-hmm. we just had this conversation, conversation in our production a meeting ago. a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That um, you know. Remodeling is kind of like running a race. You think about how a race, um, especially well, any distance, but to take a take a, um, and we'll we'll get we'll get back to that race analogy here in a second. We're going to go to Silas in Frankfurt. Hey, Silas. Hey, Jimmy. How you doing, man? I'm great. How are you today? Oh, we're doing pretty good. Um, just got a we want to got a debate. We want you you guys to settle if you can for us. We Uh-oh. got a little 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 construction company we run over here in Frankfurt. Okay, and uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the zip systems for walls and roofs sheathing. Yes, yeah. sir. Yep. All right. So that product comes with some tape, tape the joints between the sheets, mm-hmm. and um, it all that that tape comes with a roller, and it's about forty dollars to buy the roller, and one to get your opinion on rolling that tape on the zip system with the roller versus spreading it out with your hands. Hmm. And whether that is critical to the integrity of the zip system. Where are you buying the product from? Generally Lowe's. Okay. Have you um, talked to the zip rep through Lowe's? Uh, Have not. Okay. Typically, we haven't had an issue one way or the other as long as it's applied evenly and correctly to not void the warranty but um i would what i would do is whoever so if i was if i was wondering that myself in our company i would whoever my supplier was that i got it from i would ask them to hey can you contact the rep because i mean buying that roller i mean that's a that's a cost Mm -hmm. and but sometimes the roller it might you might look at you may do it two different ways. You may have may have a house or a project you do, and you do it by hand mm-hmm, and see mm-hmm. how much time it takes, and then use a roller. Um, I don't know if you can rent those or you know ask. Uh, like I remember years ago, and they still do it. James Hardy used to give us saw blades and stuff to use uh-huh, to test uh-huh. that out. So you may have. I would contact Lowe's and say, "Hey, I." I want to use this, but I don't know if I want to buy one yet. Do you have one I can borrow or use or, um, you know, even a local? Uh, there's an uh, – I think there's an – is there an 84 Lumber there in Frankfurt? No, there's uh, – I guess the closest would be Versailles. Okay. Um, we get a lot from 84 Lumber, but sure. what's your – And I realize you, it's just – it's 30 bucks, 35 bucks maybe. It's not a big deal, but uh, – and we don't do full-on, uh, you know – house builds we just do small sheds and stuff like that so rarely are we we're buying we're using we're doing six or eight sheets most of the time mm-hmm. so it's not you know mm-hmm. if it was a bigger project wouldn't be any question we you know yeah. spend 30 or 40 bucks for the get the right thing but my only concern yeah. with our company as long as it met the requirements and there was not going to be any warranty issues it wouldn't it shouldn't matter yeah yeah right yeah. right that would be my biggest concern but also 
with the hand and the roller, you have different pressures and different. So if you're wiping on a piece of tape, you're with your hand. You know, you're yeah. not getting that if tape you get an air, fully. You might get an air bubble. Getting or an air like bubble that. in yeah. there that you can't get out with your hand. Whereas with the roller, you're actually pressing that. You're getting every piece of that tape down to stick. You know, right. So and that's probably why they they sell the roller, and you'd have to check with had, the manufacturer and the warranty yeah. on it and see, make sure that it's applied properly in that. Yeah, the they, if they covers. say, and it may be right in the Silas in the um, in the if they give like a kind of a step by step instructional mm-hmm. um, paper with it with the zip system that you can get from Lowe's, it may say in there, you know, if you don't, you know, it, this is how you have to do it to meet the warranty or or whatnot. Sure. So yeah. Well, I know I it's a pain, but help, boy. yeah, no problem. Keep up the good work, and uh, hey, uh, give our give our office a call. We're we're always uh, we get calls from Frankfurt, and but we don't go there. So if you guys are looking for additional work and and things like that, you can uh, give us a call, and we can start referring stuff to you as well. Absolutely appreciate it. Y'all have a good day. You too. Thank have you. a blessed day. All right, we're uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take another little uh, quick break. Coming back, talking about the design build process and um, all that, and kind of the, the steps of that, and we'll we'll wrap up with that when we come back. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Central Kentucky. This is Skinny. I'm your host, Jimmy Skinny McKinney, with Josh. Don't call me Leaky Fawcett. Josh is our production manager, Jane R Construction. Design build movement is what we've been talking about today. What design build is, uh, how we do it at JNR Construction. So then, um, the the timing and just that process and and how we do that. You know, one thing too, where we have every, every design build company has got everything under. You're dealing with one company, one firm, one point of contact, and then um, you know it's kind of filtered out from there. So even if you're still going to use an architect. An outside designer, all that, but a design build firm will coordinate all those, all of that piece of it. Kind of, mm-hmm. kind of be your project manager, your general contractor from start to finish in that right. in that design build process. And we're gonna go to the phone lines. We got Diane in Lexington. Hey, Diane. Hey, um, I'm doing a bathroom remodel, and uh, I'm purchasing my tub at White Lowe's. And I just wanted to ask you, um, do you offer a service like taking the old tub out? Is the, um, you just need some demolition work done? Right. Um, is your, are you having a plumber put that one in? Yes, I will have. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, your plumbers will do the, Tear out. Depend, oh, okay. depend, depend on what. Um, depend on what it is. Tell me a little bit about the. Is do you have tile above it? Is it a tub shower unit that's coming out, or what do you have yeah, there? It had tile, and I took the tile off myself. Okay. Uh, it's an old iron cast tub mm-hmm. that's in there. <laughs> a couple hundred pounds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you've got all the yeah. tile off, and uh, you've got right. the. All that. So, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would ask your whoever you're going to have do the plumbing work, ask them. And, I, and if they don't, then company that we use that does a lot of demolition for us is ServPro. ServPro will come out and just do the demolition for you, and they'll do all the cleanup oh, okay. and everything. 
Yeah, but, uh, okay, great. Yeah, call uh, if you call Surpro, uh, ask for Larry, and just Larry, tell him yeah. tell him that Jane R Construction told you to call him. Okay, wonderful. All okay, right. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thank you. Thanks for the call. All right. Um, the um, you know cast iron tubs. Those are shoo, those suckers are heavy. Sometimes cast iron and steel. Yeah, it takes ones. three and four people sometimes to take that sucker yeah. out. That's, yeah. So it, depending on the plumber, maybe you only have a one, a one man plumber plumbing company. Yeah. He may not have help, so yeah. you may have to have a company. Also with company. cast, you can break it. Whereas steel, you can't. You have to cut it, and that takes a lot of work. So yeah, cast you can break it more or less with a sledgehammer and a cast iron. Yeah, yeah, so. it'll it'll shatter. <clears throat> whereas steel is a little bit different. You gotta, get your safety goggles on and right. protective equipment and mm-hmm. take a swing at it. If it doesn't break and it jars your hands, you've probably got a steel tub. <laughs> <laughs> Call somebody That's else right. too. Um, so wrapping up design build again, it's everything under under one um, kind of simplifies the process and the people balancing the budget. Your ideas that you know the tr- traditionally. Um, you know, a remodeling team or or um, dealing with the homeowner, the client would coordinate with an architect and designer themselves outside of, and then also the general contractor. The general contractor is dealing with his subcontractors and inspectors, and then the architect designer would deal with the engineer. Well, a design build team, the homeowner client just deals directly with the design build team, and then they work with the architect designer engineers, subcontractors, inspectors, shortens that time down also and um, goes through that step-by-step. So if you're thinking about a project, thinking about the design-build process, if you're not going to do it yourself, if you're going to hire a professional, you know, usually the time from the time you call till we're in the house working can be two to three months Mm -hmm. just because of that time and that process between there. So think about that. Think about a lady I met with last night. She was – going to redo her kitchen and the we're going to refinish the hardwood floors well there's going to be about four days that they've got to be out of the house yeah so we're working around you know the timing she's got a vacation in around um oh memorial day in may Mm -hmm. so the timing is going to work out to where the schedule work out just for that to finish the floor while they're on vacation and stuff like that so think about that that process if you're Wanting something done fairly quickly, um, you know, it design build route may not be the way to go if you're going to do it yourself. You know, if you're going to get products and things like that. And but I, I know all of our, we just had a, a lunch and learn with all of our with some of our trade contractors, and yeah, suppliers, and everybody is is uh, busy and you know is is booked out several weeks and depending on the timing of, of mm-hmm. certain things. So, again, um, the um, design-build process can simplify a lot of things for you and um, boil down to <clears throat> saving time, money, resources. You know, a, um architect and or designer, um, these are – these are the creatives of the project, and they're primary. They're primarily focused on the aesthetics of the project, including surfaces, finishes, how the space will look and feel through the construction uh, budget. Um, construction budget budget isn't ignored through them um, through the design process. Then you have an engineer; they're making um, structural things to the building. 
primary concern is making sure the building is safe in the end. Then you have the contractor who is going to be building the project. So again, at working through, and each one of those has their specific area that they're working on. And so to have that combined together with a design build firm will um, will help simplify your project and uh, help you through that. So thanks for uh, listening this week and um, tune in next week. We'll be back 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make it a great week. And if you've heard my voice at all, your peace and blessings over you. And uh, thanks for joining us. See you next week.